The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we are talking about common spine problems what they mean, and how we may be able to help. Some examples, when you hear of terminology like slipped disc, right? It'd be like um, osteoarthritis, spinal stenosis, sciatica, kyphosis, or like dowager's hump. Do you ever, um, (laughs) I have a family, grandma, um, her kids, which, and then the grandkids, right? Like a, three generations. And they always say, we just don't want grandma's hump. We don't want grandma's hump. I'm like, that's, it's part of the kyphosis. Yes, specifically with what we do and the technique that we use at Greenwood Family Chiropractic and how that helps. And I have research to support that too. Uh, what's very interesting is that so oftentimes people say, well, I tried chiropractic and it didn't work. And I'm like, that that's fair, right? Like if I went to the dentist and it didn't work, um, but the dentist that I see, for example, is a biological dentist who has an advanced certification and training for more naturally minded procedures, thought processes, so that's more in depth. Similarly, with what we do at the office, the technique that we use at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, it's called chiropractic biophysics. It doesn't really mean a whole lot to the average listener, but um, the technique that we use in school, that we're taught in school, is not the te- technique that we use in the office. It's more of an advanced certification. So it looks at spinal correction. So for example, we just were referred a pediatric patient from a pediatrician um, who had a 55 zero degree scoliosis. Now we also have, um, so we work with neuromuscular reeducation. It's mirror image adjusting. We still do manual adjustments with our hands, but we don't do any of the rotary adjustments, kind of that twisting. I did a consultation just recently uh, with a patient who his doctor was saying, hey, you know, we think this might be surgery. And they're like, try injections first. And he did. And he's like, honestly, uh, I'm not better. And I don't feel like I can live this way. And I'm like, It makes sense when a practitioner says, hey, I don't think you should get adjusted if you have a, you know, bulging or slipped disc. And honestly, I would agree with that, depending on the direction of the bulge, um, if they know anything about it. 
But especially, too, when you put a disc into a rotary position, a twisting position, it puts stress on what are called annular fibers, which are kind of the fibers that hold the inside gelatinous part of the um, disc in place. So when you put enough stress and pressure and then thrust, that is one of the reasons why it isn't um, there. There are some times that certain chiropractors can exacerbate um disc-related issues or people like I felt worse when I walked out and so that's one where our advanced certification and knowledge when ordinary medicine and chiropractic have failed that's one where no we do a lot with traction which again some of these are deep words some of you might get it some of you it might be over your head but there's something called imbibition uh sounds like you slurred it it's not but it's the part where your disc doesn't have blood supply we'll go through this but it just allows for more of that disc matter to kind of come back in so we've got all of these aspects of um where ordinary medicine and chiropractic have failed i want to be able to explain a little bit more in detail what we see in our office and just allows for more um advanced care where it's like i believe that there's a time and a place for medicine and there are patients who come into our office who are surgical candidates but i will always say ensure that you have done your best with conservative care before we ever put rods screws or a knife near that spinal cord right so we'll break that down before we get into that let's get into some news Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. For today's Health in the News, the cost of senior care is rising while caregivers are drowning without help. Um, So this specific story talks more about um, a specific woman and kind of her journey and it extrapolates on it. But I will say that I do feel it's noteworthy. And here's why before we dive down deeper into this is that when we talk about caregiving. (laughs) I so often see patients on the back end of that. Caregiving is hard. Like raising kids is hard. Caring for adults who have lost their health or going through the loss of health is hard too. And it is all consuming and it is exhausting. It is selfless. And I see these people put their own health on the back burner. And then unfortunately, I see them on the back end of that. They say, hey, it's been, you know, typically years that I have not put myself first and now I'm ready. And it's just such an honor, honestly, to help people regain, you know, just their um, their goals and their identity when it comes to striving for their health. But it's a hard place to be. And it's one where it says, hey, if this is one where now you can start paying attention to investing time and dollar resources to your health so maybe you don't necessarily have to go down that path like how amazing what a blessing it is that we are chosen by these patients to be able to do that but so there's a woman for most of her life her name is tammy um had been taking care of someone other than her health 
her two children. Then it was her brother and father who both died of her being diagnosed with cancer. And now she's taking care of her 90-year-old mother who was diagnosed with dementia five years ago. Um, she said... She talks about the struggle to provide her mother with the care that she needs and would like to place her in a memory care facility equipped to handle the mood swings and the outburst that her mother has due to her condition. But Tammy says she doesn't expect to ever have enough money to pay for that care. Recently, she said she looked into assistant living facility near her home in uh, California. She says placing her mother at the facility or others like it would cost between $7,000 and $10,000 a month out of pocket. Across the country, millions of caregivers like Tammy are looking after loved ones, a relative, or a friend. They say about 53 million U.S. adults are caregivers. That's according to a 2020 report from AARP. 63% of U.S. caregivers who look after adults said the person they were looking after needed care because of, quote, long-term physical conditions. Since her mother's diagnosis, Tammy's life has been turned upside down. She said most days she can't even remember who her daughter is. She can't, um, her mom can't bathe herself. She can't cook for herself. She said all of her duties are done by me. Caring for her mother all day is like being a prisoner in her own home, which is, it's, you know, it's hard, but this is why the cost of senior care is only going up. She talks about how her mom was a teacher for 20 years, so she gets a pension check every month. Her daughter puts that money along with her mother's uh, monthly social security towards bills. She said it's over $3,300 a month and that her savings is dwindling. So she started to look into a long-term care for her mother. Where they live in California, a home health aide would cost $137 for one hour of care. She said when you're on a fixed income, you can't afford that. So I don't have the luxury to do that. A long-term care facility is even more expensive. Are you ready for this? According to the nonprofit National Investment Center for Senior Housing and Care, they found that per month, per month, for an assisted living facility is $5,806. I did some calculation, and on the average year, that looks to be about almost close to $70,000. Now, a month stay at a nursing home, so again, the average for the United States, the average month in a nursing home costs $10,830 a month. I did the calculations um, before I got on air, so I didn't have to try to whip out my phone calculator, but it's about $130,000 a year. <sighs> so, and unfortunately, when you look at that, Medicare does not, Medicare is obviously a medical health insurance program for people over 65, but Medicare does not cover the cost of long-term care facilities. And so when you're looking for middle-income families, um, you know, they try to qualify for Medicaid to go down that. Um, it's just one, long story short, when we look at this, it breaks my heart more than anything, to see that we have these people who need help and they don't have the help, even the staffing within those. Though when you, that being said, when you look at the profit margin 
of these nursing homes and long-term care facilities, how they pay their staff, how their cost, like the um, provider to like a caregiver to patient ratio are absurd. (laughs) I have um, a family member who has left a couple different long-term care facilities because the ratio of caregivers to patients were so skewed. She didn't feel safe keeping her license and she feared for the safety of those patients. And so she left, you know, and it's like, well, one, if you have such a great profit margin, like stop paying your shareholders so much and start paying the people who care for these people more per person, $130,000 a year. And you're like, it's just a profit margin. Like we're literally profiting off of our sick and our elderly and it's so sad, but it's, you know, where where I feel like I personally can come in, right? Because, you know, I'm sure there's ways that I can help support on the back end. But here's what I see. And here's our mission at Greenwood Family Chiropractic is why do we say we're too busy? We don't have enough finances. We don't have enough resources. Gosh, we just don't put our health moving forward as a priority. And it's the decisions that we make on the front end, right? When our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s that have a huge, have a huge bearing on our long-term health. It's so it's just one where I'm like, why, why don't we put it as more a priority on the front end? Why don't we see more value in it? Because I can tell you that never have I ever seen one person spend $130,000 a year in my office, $10,000 a month, $11,000 in my office, to you know and it's just like one where it's like they're willing to pay that and it's not even to regain their health it's just to support that person through this degenerative healthcare process it's just one it makes my heart sad and so where I feel like I can be a voice is like what can we do to help people on the front end of things you know, I saw a patient um, this past week who talked about how there's a cancer gene. This gene may or may not cause a specific cancer. And she said, you know, I have it, but they're not positive on whether or not this gene causes this specific cancer. And I said, you know, and in, in more of the functional world, it's not the best analogy, but oftentimes we say it's like genes load the gun, the lifestyle pulls the trigger. If you have that gene, you can have BRCA1 and BRCA2, right? We know that's a breast cancer gene. But you can see someone who's in their 60s who has this positive BRCA1, BRCA2 gene, and yet they don't have breast cancer. And you're like, why? Because we haven't turned on that gene expression. So why don't we make choices and educate ourselves on what that looks like from an aspect of not turning on those genes? And that that's inevitably our goal at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. So 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Now, when we come back, do you have back pain? Do they call it sciatica, spinal stenosis? Do you have a slip disc? What we can do to help next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com.
Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we're talking about common spine problems you might have heard or have or know someone who's had. What do they mean and how specifically we at Greenwood Family Chiropractic can help. Now, why I say that is because the technique that we use is a little bit different than kind of the average pain-based chiropractic. What we do, CBP, is a structural correction protocol. So... (laughs) Like I saw um, a patient in today and she said, oh, wow, I've seen chiropractors before, but this is different. I'm like, you sure are right. Like this is absolutely different. There's pre and post adjustment therapy, cervical traction. So this is not like necessarily the roller table or the e-stem that some people are kind of what they might think to be pre-adjustment therapies. Um This looks at standing cervical traction following as well. We have vibration plates. So they are probably like two by two, two and a half by two and a half square plates that have their vibration plates. They vibrate at a certain frequency, hertz and frequency to work with neuromuscular reeducation. The adjustments themselves we do are manual with hand as well as the arthrostim. Though that being said, they're not rotary adjustments. They're not twisting adjustments. It's so interesting. Um, a couple of weeks back, I met with IU group of orthopedic surgeons, like spine surgeons. And what is really interesting about it is that we talked about, he said, hey, I understand that physical therapy and physiotherapy, you know, when we send patients out for that, they're often the same or worse when they're sent back to us. And he said, we don't do surgery for pain. We do surgery for neurologic problems, right? And that makes sense because unfortunately, surgery itself doesn't necessarily lessen. And then too, depending on the surgery, it can cause instability, which increases the rate of degenerative change. Anyways, so it's just one where it's like, how do we co-care together? Because there is a time and a place that a patient whose husband fell off of a ladder and fractured his back, had a fragment of bone in his spinal canal, you, my friend, are a candidate immediately for spinal surgery, <laughs> right? So just that aspect in terms of what we do. And so this is one where I talk about, you know, people will often tell me, well, my doctor told me not to get adjusted with blah, right? Like insert whatever blank is, spinal stenosis, disc herniation, degeneration. And often I would agree with them. If you have a doctor or practitioner who's doing rotary or twisting adjustments and you have a natural fusion because of advanced degeneration with bone spurs, you have no disc, you are probably not a very good candidate for rotary adjustments, that rotation. It's kind of where you feel like your neck is to the side and then they they twist it. So we still do manual, but it's all tractional mirror image adjusting. And so there is quite a bit of research when it comes to this. Now, that being said, the first common spine problem we are going to talk about is a slipped disc. I hear this very often. Slipped disc or herniated disc. Now, there are different 
um, severities, if you will, when we talk about this. So not not all quote slipped discs are the same. Slipped disc is kind of a layman term, if you will, for for this. So there's um, disc bulges, there's herniations, there there's so there's different kind of severities of it. So the disc. So the discs themselves are, um, for lack of better terminology, are kind of like cushions that sit in between each one of the bones, the vertebrae in your back. In between those is where nerves come out. Your spinal cord sits behind it. And so when you start to either lose that disc height, if it lessens, or uh, like if you were to kind of put your if you had a jelly donut for example right you've kind of gelatinous stuff in the middle and then you step on one side and it kind of oozes out a little bit again or you like put your foot on a balloon and you move it to the side kind of like pushes out a bit that would be imagine if you could say like a slipped disc right and the problem when you have these like herniated or slipped disc um, is that we think it's like the only thing that you can do is surgery. And that is not true. The reason why it becomes problematic is more so when that disc is not in its normal place and it either compresses a nerve or it's in the spinal canal. It causes inflammation and pain when it contacts the nerves and the tissues. You'll often see that this prevents not we oftentimes it thinks it needs to be like the sharp pain or but really it can present as like muscle spasms, muscle knots. You might notice some weakness, constant ache in your back. Um one of the very first lumbar slipped disc, right, or disc herniations that I had seen in the office, you know, a decade and a half ago, it presented as like internal deep boring like hip pain it was deep inside of her hip but really it was compressing the sciatic nerve which we'll talk about as well sciatic sciatica Um, and so it was it was just mildly radiating into her hip and so it is very very often that and here's the really great thing too I will share this we are not afraid to refer for an MRI most MRIs and just kind of how you have to check the box require you to have x-rays and conservative care before they consider you a candidate for MRI. X-rays let us see bone and bony alignment where MRI lets us see soft tissue. One's not better than the other. They see different things. X-rays look at bone. MRI looks at soft tissue. So that is one I just did the other day. I had a patient who had pain in his lower neck and it was radiating down into his arm and into his shoulder. And um, I was like, you know, we, we did a week or two of conservative care. We didn't see much of a difference. I said, hey, let's refer you for an MRI. They said, you don't have any disc-related issues. Yours is degeneration. We'll talk about that as well. Um, they're like, you just have arthritis in your neck and we there's nothing we can do other than shots and you know, here's a five-day prednisone steroid pack. And it's one where we saw what we needed to do and we continued on. And he's like, hey, I'm not 100% better, but I'm sleeping through the night. I can drive. Like, I just feel like I have a better quality of life. And so this aspect where, um, you know, if you have, for example, the foot on the balloon 
and it's pushing out to one side, would it make sense to take your foot in the ground and twist it? And you're like, no, not necessarily. Or would it make sense to like move the foot back up? It's That's what correcting the structure of the spine looks like. The problem being is that it's n- not as often that when you get adjusted that it's actually actively working on correction of the, sh- the structure. And what is interesting is they've, they have done pre and post MRI studies of uh, lumbar disc herniations, like slipped discs. So this is one, especially with more of the tractional adjustments that we have in the office. And we have a special table, Cox table as well, that allows us to kind of open up that space to help with fecal sac. So just that aspect of they have actually done pre and post MRIs to see that discs have actually been able to help come back in. And a lot of that is with the tractional adjustments that we use. It helps with imhibition and it helps allow for that disc to be more, um, there's not a blood supply, so it brings moisture and nutrients to those discs and allows for it to come in more. So that that is one, if you hear of, of a slipped disc or herniated disc, sometimes we think, well, chiropractic's out. And this is one where you're like physical therapy, right? We're going to do physical therapy because again, in order for anything to happen, the doctors have to kind of like check the box to say like, hey, you know, we did this conservative care, but remember physical therapy is really, really good for muscle and ligament related issues. Problem being is that if we don't necessarily, um, if, if, if this is a, a disc related issue, if this is a spine or structure related issue, um, physical therapy might see short term palliative relief, right? Like, yeah, maybe, you know, instead of the pain is an eight, it's a seven while you're actively doing it. But then, you know, if you still have that herniated disc or if you still have a scoliosis, if you still have degeneration or spurring, then that pain is just going to end up coming back. Or it just you're trying to strengthen an underlying structure that's deviated. You're exacerbating an underlying. So that is one of the reasons why those aspects people say, well, I can't come because I have blank. We're like, no, this is exactly the spot you should be at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now, I know I'm talking to a broad audience here. This is one that when you're like, what does it look like when you come in? The answer is, I don't know yet. (laughs) Like, I don't know. When I had a patient just this past week who said, I've seen chiropractors before. It has been, you know, four years since they've taken x-rays. She had a recent MRI within the last six to seven months. So it's one where, again, she had a disc-related issue due to a scoliosis, And that chiropractor was really great, but didn't necessarily have um, the specialty of working with structural correction with something like a scoliosis. And so that aspect where it's one where it's like, that's what the initial exam is for. If you have previous imaging, it is most helpful to, yes, a radiology report is helpful, but having a disc image, now that's a different type of like, this is not like back disc, right? Like this is like a CD. Like most of the time you can have your MRI on a CD. You can have those x-rays now. Most offices at this point are going to have digital imaging so they can put it on a CD disc. Then that can let us say, what views have they taken? When were they last taken? Do we need to take different views? Do we have what we need? 
are these x-rays of your, you know, your knee from seven years ago. And you're like, I have x-rays. And you're like, that is wonderful. Less applicable for what we need to look at right now, right? Just that aspect. So if you have that imaging in, it just saves a little bit of that time so we can see what do we have, where are we at, what's next course of care, what does that look like? Is it more you have recent x-rays and it is more of a immediate MRI referral? Is it something that sounds like it's in our wheelhouse so we can have more conservative care to start before we look at that MRI? You know, some people we say, hey, we're going to give it X amount of time before we really look at an MRI. And sometimes people are like, hey, do you still want to do it? And they're like, no, I feel great. I don't need to do it anymore. And other times we say, hey, this is one that looks like it is something that, you know, is a little bit sus- suspicious and we need some eyes on some soft tissue, which is what an MRI would show. So that aspect of things. So if you have disc herniation, a disc bulge, slipped disc, that is something at Greenwood Family Chiropractic that is in our wheelhouse that we have seen great success with. Osteoarthritis, spinal stenosis, sciatica. Let's talk about that next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about spine-related issues common spine problems what they mean and how we can help so welcome back (laughs) greenwood family chiropractic 317-893-2853 317-893-2853greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation i'm dr leanne schluter this is maximize your life with dr leanne (sighs) oh today we are talking about slipped disc, herniated disc. Now here's what I realize, because I, I teased that we we're going to talk about spinal stenosis. I teased that I was going to write like a tease is before we get into now talking about it. I told you we were going to talk about osteoarthritis, right? Bone spurring, degenerative disc disease, spondylolisthesis, sciatic. But here's what I've, here's what I've realized. I have a lot of information and this now surprise my friends will be a two part series. (laughs) So you're going to have to come back next week, which is good. I want you to come back next week, but um, this is one specifically, there's just so much. I realize that there is a research article that I had missed and a patient testimony that I feel like I need to do as due diligence. I tell you all the time, here's what we help with, you know, And there's um, a lot of different people who say a lot of different things. And unfortunately, they're not true. And why I have to gather these patient testimonies is because what we say and what we do at our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic really works. And I have a patient and her name is Sharon. And um, I've shared this with Sharon before when she showed me her MRI and said, can you help me? 
I said yes. And and I was and I was pretty confident. I was pretty confident. Um, but then seeing her make that change, you're like, oh my goodness! I now I know that we're confident. And just being able to see like the uh, her disc herniation was a severe severe herniation. Um, I shared with her that you know we were going to do a couple months and see how it went and where she needed to go from there. And I was realistic with her about the severity of it and to see where she's at now and how she's thriving and she's regained her quality of life and all of these awesome amazing changes it's one that it it can be done so i want to before we dive into um it's a specific research study really great about radiographic disc height increase how you know you really want to see a disc be able to kind of come back to where it should um, increase the disc height for that. And they look specifically at some of the rehabilitation and the vibration that we do in our office. We're going to touch base on that. But before that, I want to touch base on the amazing miracles and changes that we've seen at Greenwood Family Chiropractic with Sharon. Hi, my name is Sharon. And I came to Greenwood Family Chiropractic probably two years ago at this point because I was suffering with what I found out to be herniated discs. That was my primary reason. Prior to that, my quality of life had suffered so much because I began having problems with extreme dizziness. I had uh, suffered a, a bump on the back of my head and I had a problem with extreme dizziness, which of course I went to my primary care physician, was then referred to a neurologist because I was having such problems with balance and vertigo. and. Uh, of course, I went through a series of therapy for that, the uh, balance therapy I went through. And while I was going through that, I suffered a herniated disc in my back just from doing a simple, ordinary chore of kicking back a tote, a large trash can to haul away from my curb, an empty one at that. And it was something I knew immediately that I had done something wrong the way I kicked it back and I didn't know what and the pain struck me in my back. So I continued on and tried to just make it and things weren't getting better and initially the pain started my backside and went down my leg which of course are the symptoms of what everyone calls the sciatic nerve problem. And so I began googling like we all do to find some kind of an answer for this pain and found the exercises and was trying to do exercises and it was seemed to be getting worse and worse. It became such that I could not even walk a very long distance without the need to squat down. I would go to the grocery store, couldn't even push my cart for a very long period of time until I would squat down and have to look at like the canned goods on the bottom shelf just trying to get relief for my back. Pushing the cart alone just caused so much pain, but of course you push through because you have to get done all the chores of everyday life. Um, I found myself becoming much more sedentary. I couldn't plant flowers in my yard. Uh, there were so many things I couldn't do, and throughout this time I began going to my physician searching for answers because I needed help. I realized this was something that was not going to go away on its own. It was not going to go away using the simple exercises that I thought might help. So um, my primary care physician then referred me to a regular physical therapist for a six-week 
period of just doing exercises, thinking that this would help with a sciatic nerve problem. And I very diligently went to all my physical therapy exercise uh, appointments until it got to the point that the physical therapist decided that I wasn't getting better, uh, that there seemed to be something more going on. So in the meantime, I also went to an, another chiropractor as well. I have a family member that had recommended this chiropractor and I was able to go to this person and they did a wonderful job, did an adjustment, but it seemed like as soon as I got the adjustment within 30 minutes, my body would not hold the adjustment. It would just snap back out of place and I would just be in extreme pain again. Uh, the way things were set up there, I could only go once every two weeks. So I was finding that this particular plan wasn't helping either. So my primary care physician sent me to have an MRI done, which I had it done. And the MRI showed that I had herniated discs in the lower part of my back. And obviously it wasn't just sciatic, which sciatic nerve is just a symptom. It's not really a diagnosis. So um, found out that the root cause of my pain were these herniated discs. And first thing that my primary care physician felt was best was to send me to a pain clinic which would involve going and having injections done in my spine. I really did not like the sound of that. Um, I prefer to do things as natural and wholesome as possible with as little medical intervention as possible. So fortunately, I had a family member that had heard of Dr. Leanne and Greenwood Family Chiropractics, and she told me that uh, a friend of hers could not find as much help with their, their regular chiropractor, but that they had found a lot of success using the practice here at Greenwood Family Chiropractics that it had helped them immensely. So at this point, to avoid needles being stuck into my spine and medicines being injected in, I decided I've got to give this a try. So I contacted the office and we made the proper appointments and I have to say, um, my husband was very skeptical, but of course he came with me to the appointments and, and I appreciate the fact that we bring our spouses along because sometimes we can't explain it as well as Dr. Leanne can explain to them what the benefits are of this particular therapy. So I began and I, I just went whole hog. We, within three months of coming three times a week, which is so necessary when you have a problem like this. I began immediately to tell the difference. I was getting relief when before it was painful to even sleep. Obviously when you have herniated discs in your back, it's, it's just painful no matter what you do and you, you kind of learn to live with it, but you don't have to learn to live with it. I came regularly for my appointments. I began getting my adjustments regularly. I did my exercises, which are so important as well. And it wasn't long that I began to see myself being able to push that grocery cart without feeling the back pain that I had had once before. I was able to go out and help plant flowers in my backyard. Again, things that I hadn't been able to do before. And this was over a two year period of time that it took to finally come 
to this Greenwood Family Chiropractor and, and find this place to begin helping me. And then at the end of the three month period, once I had all my adjustments made, I couldn't believe how my quality of life had returned, how much better I felt, the things that I could do without being in pain. Walking, I remember being so happy not to be in pain, just to take a walk, to walk my dog out of the evenings. So I, I can't say enough good for what the therapy at Greenwood Family Chiropractics have done for me through the years. It has helped my herniated disc. I am a patient for life. I firmly believe in what chiropractics can do and uh, what Dr. Lannon can help us accomplish in our lives. Now, if you or someone you know wants to have an evaluation to see what we can do to help, you can give us a call, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can go on our website to schedule online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That is greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now a reminder, if you know that you have a slipped or a herniated disc, that is likely because you have had previous imaging. It is very helpful for us if you bring in that previous imaging to your initial exam and consultation. If you don't have it, that is a-okay too, um, but you just have to go to the facility that you are at, sign a release of records. Yes, they make us make you sign. It's not fun for us to say, hey, you have to sign this for us to give you your stuff. I understand this. It is just the rules we have to follow, right? But have them on a disc, like a CD. That's also very helpful. Or if you have a radiology report, like a printed report of your MRI or x-rays, that's always helpful too. But 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Now, let's talk about when you have this often, not always, but often, obviously there's different reasons how or why you can herniate a disc, right? You can or have a slip disc. It can be from lifting, either repetitive lifts over a long period of time or you know better, you shouldn't have been moving that dryer by yourself type of lifting, <laughs> Um, there can be from bending, bending and twisting. Again, twisting uh, of the spine puts more pressure on the annular fibers. So they're kind of like woven fibers. It puts a stress on there, which weakens them, which allows for the inside of that disc to kind of come out. Um, it could be from sitting. I have now currently to date in the last decade of practice, um, had four people herniate a disc on a drive down to Florida. <laughs> like... You know, and what it's either the position or it's just this low impact like vibration that you get. So it, it just um, often can cause that. It can be from running. Gosh, you runners love you so much. Love your brain. Love your drive. Spines, though, man, uh, it could be from falling. It could be from a car accident. So there's lots of different reasons why with herniated disc. But if you lessen the space for the disc, right? If you lessen the space for the disc, where is it going to go? <laughs> the answer is mostly outward. So if we can open up that space for the disc, oftentimes you will see great relief. This was published in 2008, Journal of Chiropractic Medicine. Um, it is radiographic disc height increase 
after a trial of multimodal spine rehabilitation and vibration traction. So what they looked at are um, patients, cohorts of medical history reported pain, minimum of 8 out of 10 history of sciatic pain, or other ridiculous or traveling findings. What they found is that um, outcomes reported after a structured protocol of multimodal chiropractic rehabilitation saw improvement for disc height. A lot of that is spinal decompression. It helps with more tractional. It opens up the disc space. Um, they actually looked at measuring disc height pre and post treatment with x-rays, right? So this is just an aspect when you're like, hey, vibration therapy, wedging therapy, structural correction, um, vibration therapy, these are the ones that allow for that disc space to open. And so one, we were like, <laughs> someone who canceled their new patient appointment last week because they said that like, I can go down the street for a $17 adjustment. And I'm like, you sure can. 100% you can. Um, it, it's not the same, right? Like when you look at our advanced certifications in spinal correction and nutrition, um, the knowledge base and the expertise that we have, um, there's, there's a reason for that. The quality of care is different. And so if you're ready to see relief, if you're ready to get more information, if you want to see what we do and how and if we can help, initial exam and consultation is where it starts. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now, remember, we know what next week is. Next week, we are going to talk about spondylolisthesis, osteoarthritis, degeneration, disc degeneration, spinal stenosis, have a really, really great research article and what we just do in our office with spinal stenosis, um, sciatic. This is going to be down our alley, so you will not want to miss it. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on. Mm -hmm.